0: Hey there, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host Dan Harris. With me is Matt Peralt. Find us on Twitter at Dan Harris and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt Super Bowl. I mean, I, we we did not have we did not have championship weekend nailed, Matt. We did not have those games nailed. We we could just be honest about it, right?
1: I mean, oh, we didn't have it. I need January to end. <laughs> I, I I need this month to go away because I, this is. I I'm looking forward to closing the book on the on the play on the football season because you know college football saved me on weekends like that Mm -hmm. and without college football to kind of save my tail that's not been fun and it's just been sort of this falling down the stairs to the end and eventually you hit the ground because well you run out of stairs to fall down so that's basically what I'm doing here with the NFL season
0: yeah I mean talking about it last week we basically said okay. I think what we can see is, like, I can see a scenario where one of these games is a blowout, and if it is, it's the Packers blowing out the Bucks, And then Bills plus nine, the fact that the Chiefs picked that game against a hot, hot Bills team— with Patrick Mahomes hobbled by that toe, to suddenly just basically completely destroy. I mean, they could. Have, you felt like they could have put up 500 points if they really wanted to, and mm-hmm. done absolutely whatever they wanted. They could have won that game by you know 25 points. If they really wanted to. Just, just nuts, man. Not well, good. it's hard
1: to say this in sports because on most, in most sports, when you get to the championship round, you can't throw the switch, right? Right. But for whatever reason, this Kansas City team. Has the ability to do that. They can just throw the switch. If they want to, they just go out there and chuck it up and that's it. It's over. And that's the most scariest thing about this upcoming Super Bowl is that you just don't know if they're going to throw the switch again. And if they do, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about it. So here's what we're going to do. We are recording this. You know, we usually record the shows on Thursday. Thursday night with the games on Sunday. What we want to do here, obviously, we have the the week off since the Super Bowl isn't until next Sunday. So what we're doing here is we're going to go through the opening lines. They're not even quite as opening because they've moved a little bit. And I'll I'll note that from when they immediately opened right after. But our instant reaction to this, what we think they're going to do, if we think if you want to bet it, when you should bet it and what you should do with it how if we have a lean on any of the lines. And then next week, we'll do a prop episode where we'll do it. And on Super Bowl Sunday, we'll have more details for this. We'll put it up on Twitter. We'll publicize it. We'll make sure you guys know we're going to do a nice live stream where we're going to be giving away some awesome prizes. We're going to talk about props. We're going to talk about all sorts of good stuff. That'll be in our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash betting pros. But for now, Matt, let's talk about it. We've got a Super Bowl. As you may have heard by now, people, this is the (laughs) first time ever that a Super Bowl has been played in the stadium of one of the teams that is playing in the Super Bowl. It's a home game, essentially, for the Bucs. Although, Matt, you and I will talk a little bit, and you might have more insight into this, about just how much of a home game, other than being comfortable in the stadium, it's going to be the line right now, the consensus line on bettingpros.com, which I'm looking at, is minus three. Now, yesterday night, I looked at it, and it looked like it was bouncing around between minus three and minus 3.5. That's the Chiefs laying three to the Bucks, or the Chiefs laying three and a half to the Bucks. The total right now, when I looked at it last night, was 57 and a half. That was the highest ever for a Super Bowl. It is now down to 56 and a half as the consensus lines. And I believe that that is lower than what the Falcons and the Patriots ended up at, which I believe was 57. And the money line right now, the consensus line is the Chiefs minus 170 and the Bucks plus 145. So Matt, all of it, whatever you want to talk about. What what's just your reaction to the line? Does it feel right overall? It, you know, any any value that you see on either side?
1: No, I don't see any value. And this is why. The game was played in this stadium between these two teams. The line was three and a half. Mm-hmm. It fell three. I this, remember, Matt. If
0: you remember, you and I were on correct. different sides of that game. I like the Bucks, you like the Chiefs. Yes.
1: Yep. So we have seen this game. It's been played in this stadium. We have seen these two quarterbacks. We've seen these two defenses. We saw the Chiefs put up 21 points in the first half and then basically just coast and say, okay, we won. Who cares? Yep. From a bookmaking perspective, this number is cemented. It will go three, three and a half. That's it. There will not be any big line move. I don't care if a million dollars comes in here on one side or the other. You are not going to see the books go over three to two and a half, three and a half. It's just that is the maximum you're going to see here. We're not getting to four. I doubt you're getting a two and a half. That would be a shocker if it went to two and a half. But this is going to be a line where the book is very comfortable where the line is. They're going to move the total because of how big it is. And you could see a lot of money come in on the under. I, I think if the public gets involved, they're going to bet the over. And if I had a gun to my head, I would bet the over. Mm-hmm. Even though it took overtime for the Patriots and the Falcons to get there when their line was 57, it got to 62 as the final closing number. But that was because of the James White touchdown in overtime. So I just think right now, I'm not going to play a side or a total on this game, even though even if I was hot, even if I was going well, I wouldn't play this. The reason is I would take the Chiefs. Okay. If I had to bet it, I would take the Chiefs. However, I had the Bucks losing to the Washington football team. I had the Bucs losing to the Saints. I had the Bucks losing last week to the Packers. Not doing it in the Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm not betting against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Not against Gronkowski and not against this defense, which has insane... They call it puck luck in hockey. It's it's turnover luck, okay? These guys are having insane turnover luck, and they're getting more turnovers in the postseason than they had by a ways in the regular season. For those reasons, even though I think KC wins... If you have two turnovers against the Chiefs, that's when Patrick Mahomes loses. I think the record is seven and four, and Patrick Mahomes has two or more turnovers in the NFL. It's still pretty good, but it's seven and four for a Mahomes team where he doesn't lose very often. If the Bucks are going to win, that turnover luck is going to have to continue. so uh,
0: let me ask you something, Matt, just as a general sort of because you know, i I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but I people listening aren't as tuned into the betting world. Most most times, Matt, if there's line movement or anything like that, like a lot of times it's on probably based on at least more on sharp action or people who know what they're doing. The public, though, in this, I don't that that's not what the Super Bowl lines really do, does it? Like, I feel like because there's so much public betting on it that it's not like, well, the Sharps are on this side. Do
1: the books really care
0: at this point? Oh, oh, yeah. They do. uh, And even in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The the first move is always the most important move. Mm -hmm. Now, remember what happened when the Patriots played the Eagles. The first move was on the Eagles. All that money came in on the Eagles early. What happened? Eagles won outright, but the Patriots were what? Six and a half point favorites when Mm -hmm. it opened. I think the line closed at like four and a half for the Patriots. Uh, for the against the eagles the eagles won the game outright the first move always matters the first big bets always come in when there is value the syndicates and they want closing line value they want that first number that gets put up because they want to hammer it that's why there's you know, there's some homogenization of the first line that goes up, but oftentimes it's only a point, half a point. It's pretty much in the same region. Everyone was three or three and a half plastered across the board. Nobody had four. Nobody had two and a half. Right. Everyone came up with the same number because the game was just played with the Chiefs minus three and a half at Tampa and the game fell three. So uh, even though I can easily see the Chiefs winning this game by seven I can also see the Tampa Bay Bucks coming back and getting more luck and more turnovers and turning those turn- turnovers into points, and the Bucks winning it. I'm a Tom. I'm a Tom Brady guy. I'm a Patriot fan. I'm going to cheer for Brady. I would love to see number seven. And I have a longstanding feud with Chief fans, so I am all in on the Buccaneers <laughs> coming up this weekend. <laughs> all right. So or next weekend. I, I right next
0: weekend. Right. I have a bunch of different thoughts right now. Like my instinct just says just from watching the games, is that you cannot possibly beat this Chiefs team unless Patrick Mahomes gets injured. Probably. It is, is, I can't, in a a must-win game, you can't beat him. Like, I just don't understand how. When you have Kelsey and you have Hill and you have Patrick Mahomes, I just don't see how you stop that offense with a... And you have a, a
1: horrible secondary that incredibly the Packers could not move the football on. I don't, I still can't figure out what the hell happened in that I, game? Yeah, it really, as best I could, I could say, is that
0: you know they they decided they were going to essentially take away Stefan Diggs. That that's basically where they put it. Look, they're good no, against Packers Spart- you mean I mean, Adams? oh oh, the pack. I'm sorry, the, why the Packers couldn't move the ball against the box? Yeah, is that what
1: you're saying? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, but both, but yeah, but both ways. Sorry, yes, I I, I skipped over it. But yes, I I I still can't figure out. You know, the that secondary for the for Tampa Bay is bad. And I can't figure out how the Packers didn't. Move and the they lost because, both their
0: safeties in the yeah, game. Right? And, Winfield, I mean, and
1: Winfield didn't play either. for right. them. So yeah. th- that's what I can't figure out. Because I think the Chiefs are going to have an absolute field day. Right. Like they did the first time. Remember the whole flipping in the end zone sure, thing? Sure I, th- sure. I think Hill is going to be doing a couple of those coming up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, right. So th- there's a bunch of things. I'm kind of I'm all over the place a little bit. So I, I think like here's my thing. The first my first instinct on it like when the game came out and i knew like i don't know about you matt when i knew when it became clear that it was going to be the chiefs and the bucks 3 is what i thought mm-hmm. i thought minus 3 would be the line i don't know if that that's what you thought cuz that yeah, that struck oh, yeah.
1: me yeah, is that basically I, th- I thought you- three and a half because I think that they would want to try to entice some money on Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I thought three and a half would be the number, but yeah, right there three three and a half, right? First
0: of all, I will say again, you guys know if you've listened to this. I'm in New Hampshire, the only book I can bet out of DraftKings. It is still three and a half at draft. Okay, it's it's three most it's our consensus line is three. It's three at bed MGM. It's three at FanDuel. It's three at William Hill, but it is three and a half and you know why that is though, right?
1: Why Patriot money?
0: Now, DraftKings
1: draft is on, is in different books, but I Johnny, Johnny Avelli no, John knows what's going to come in New England on, on Tom Brady. Wouldn't
0: you want to move it then towards the Chiefs? Am I no, getting crazy?
1: You, no, you want... Because you, you want, they think Chiefs are going to win that game pretty big. Oh, I, I see.
0: They want the money
1: to come in? Correct. They're they're in, oh, I see. Y, y, they want people to take the bucks on the hook, is what they want.
0: I see. I thought what you were saying is they're expecting a ton of money to come in regardless on Brady. So if that's the case, if you're saying like, whatever... But it, it sounds more like you know it's New England. They're expecting people to want like the excuse almost to bet on Tom Brady, and if they're Correct. giving them the hook, they're like, so I don't care. Yeah, that's I, fine.
1: I, I think Johnny Avella was smart. Well, I think that that could be the narrative across the entire country. Yep. I'm not yep. betting against Brady. Yeah, and Mahomes's toe, and we're going to make all these different. I mean, I think there's yeah. a real potential here that this game is a disaster for the Bucks, but I'm not going to bet it. Oh, I mean, I, 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 but I think that the blowout potential. I've been saying this, and and I might end up going this way. Yeah. I'm the kiss of death right now. So if you're a chief fan, you don't want me to do this. But I, I'm gonna cheer for Brady and bet the Chiefs. Matt,
0: how many games have the Bucks lost by more than three points this year? I'll, this, off the top of your head. this year, this year, uh, don't just you one. can just guess the number. They've lost two, both to the Saints. That's it. Every oh, okay. other loss. W-
1: what was the what was the loss to the
0: Raiders? It was it was uh, the. From the uh, the Bucks, I'm saying, how many oh. how many games has the Bucks lost by more than three points this year? The Bucks.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, both to the Saints, right? Both those losses, right? Correct. Yeah. The
0: other losses, no, they kept it within three points. They don't get, and one of them was the first game of the year, which I I throw out like that second game against the Saints, fine, yeah, that's fine. But the first game, right? I mean, they hadn't even practiced together or whatever like that. They don't get blown out. Um, so I, I get it why people are sitting here wanting to take the bucks, but I, there's a zero, I'll say this, there's a 0% chance I will bet the bucks on this. If the line comes down to three at DraftKings, because that's the general consensus, I'll probably put it on the Chiefs because again, I don't see how you stop the Chiefs at this point whatsoever. And the Bucs, Matt, look, dude, you correct me if I'm wrong, okay? We watch these games, we're objective, we're betting on them and everything like that. I I haven't been like, oh, man, the Bucs are an incredible football team right now. They're amazing. I mean, Brady... Tried whatever he could to give that game back. Yep. Brady's amazing. Okay. Brady's the GOAT. It's the greatest of all time. Single-handedly has basically
1: turned that entire franchise but around. Can, can we great... talk about that for one second? Yeah. Because I, I think there's one thing that this goes back to the luck factor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just rewind the game for a second and play it out as to what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Before the, the the first half, the throw mm-hmm. that I think everyone's going to remember is the yep. catch to Scotty Miller. Okay. Yep. King, for the Packers, played the worst game I've seen by a cornerback maybe in the postseason, maybe ever. He got beat on the first touchdown to Mike Mm -hmm. Evans. He -hmm. got beat on the Scotty Miller over the top, and he was the one who pulled on Tyler Johnson's Jersey to get the flag at the end of the game. Okay. So three plays, all incredibly important, all awful on his part. He mistimed his jump on the first touchdown. He let Miller get behind him. And then you, you pull on a Jersey that was so obvious they had to call it because it never should have been called, but fine. They called it. So I, I'm, I I rate that that call was made, but fine. The call was made. Yep. The play before the Scotty Miller play, the safety comes over and the ball goes through his hands. Uh Brady should have been picked off four times in that game. Mm -hmm. And then that touchdown doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And the chances of the Packers winning that game goes up exponentially. That touchdown at the end of the first half was the deciding score in the entire game. And here we're sitting here talking about Tom Brady throwing four picks and Aaron Rodgers beating Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. So that's why I would be careful here about buying into this Tampa Bay team. Because I do think and look, teams get hot. Teams go on runs and Tom Brady's damn lucky. Go through the Super Bowl, okay? Tom Brady is five and five straight up in, in in the ten games he's played in. He's five and five against the number. Six and three straight up. Five and five ATS. And the reason is he gave two leads to his defense against the Giants, and they coughed it up and blew it. He also got real lucky when the uh, Falcons decided not to run the football and throw the ball when they were up twenty-eight to three. <laughs> that let them come back. And Pete Carroll makes a really stupid call. Same with the offensive coordinator. Bad throw, interception at the goal line, Patriots win that Super Bowl. So there's a lot of luck in team sport. You know, football's a team sport, but people are going to buy into this Brady thing a little bit too much. I want him to win. I'm just, I don't think I'm wrong to say that picking against this team three straight games was the right decision because of the. I mean, look, at, it was 20 to 20 in the fourth quarter against the Saints, and Jared Cook fumbles the football. Yeah. If he doesn't do that and they score a field goal or a touchdown, they might win the game. Instead, of a 10 0 run and two more picks, three more picks, really, from a noodle armed quarterback who couldn't throw the ball down the field in crunch time after playing the whole game. And we're finding out how many injuries Drew Brees had, which were like ridiculous. Right. I'm with you. I I just I I don't think this team's that great. Right? I I think box fans might hate me for saying that. But
0: well, let's 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 you know let's make it clear. Of course, look, Tom Brady is even at his advanced age. uh, Yeah, forget about his history. Obviously, the goat. Even at his advanced age, he's he's a an excellent quarterback okay he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league the mental side of the game he's still great but yeah this is what i'm saying is that and i i was on them the first two rounds i picked against them with the packers but i had them to beat the saints that was one of the ones that you and i disagreed on i had them to beat the saints and i had them to beat uh washington although i i teased it down in terms of the point spread but i i've been watching them i've been watching them closely and i think they're a very good football team. I do. I think they're a very good football team. They're in the Super Bowl. You really don't get there unless you are. But I, I'm just, I, I, your point, the way you broke down yesterday, I think is absolutely correct, which is that touchdown, right? At the, on the last play, essentially the last play left one second left, but the last play, of the half never should have happened ever. It, it was basically like the Greg Williams call yes. against the Raiders. You, you left King out there alone by himself. Miller just ran right by him for that touchdown. That doesn't happen who knows if the game is different? Aaron Jones fumbled like, you know, you you expecting the Packers to get the ball right out of the half. He fumbled. Then he's out for the game. Right. Brady threw pretty bad <laughs> intercept. I mean, the, the deep one to Evans was way too inside. The other one, obviously, they could have scored a touchdown that was too high. Maybe you make that catch. Maybe you don't, whatever. But they have not. They easily could have lost one of these games. And look, the Chiefs could have lost to the Browns. But that was really without Patrick Mahomes, essentially. Right it's this is just something where I think the Chiefs are a much better football team in this scenario. So it is something where there's there's no way I could bet on the bucks. and I'm hoping the Draftkings moves it down uh to three. And then I'll probably fire something on the Chiefs. But again, before this game, out, we talked about it forever. Chiefs don't blow anybody out. Like, they, they just don't. They let every team hang around. They don't cover the spread whatsoever. Except the Bills. Except the Bills. When you and I teased it <laughs> up, by the way, right. nine, right? Where right. we were like, great. And there, there's a couple of things. Okay, so let, let's just talk. Let's break down other than this. Well, let's break down a couple of things about the game. Number one, we know Andy Reid, generally speaking, off a of bye, plays well, has his guys ready yeah. to go. I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make at this point, but we assume Sammy Watkins is probably going to be back since he was, you know, close to playing in this game necessarily. You get another, you know, week of recovery for Clyde edwards helaire although Daryl Williams is running better. Something, I don't know how much you put into this at this point, because usually, you know, offensive linemen, especially good one, when they're out, that really hurts a team. Eric yeah. Fisher is not going to play in the Super Bowl. Two of them. But, yeah. But two of them out. Correct. Eric Fisher really kind of the big one, especially, but I don't know how much it matters with Mahomes. Like, I just don't. I know his mobility is limited, but he looked fine. I mean, you know, he didn't look like he's ready to take off and run for 40
1: yards, but he looked fine. So, Oh, he looks fine, but I also think there's a real chance they just go Brian Dabble on this, Yeah, and they scrap the running attack. And they just say, look, we're not going to run the ball because we can't. We're just going to protect Patrick Mahomes and pass him down because you can't cover us. Yeah. So I, I think there's a real chance that Mahomes, I mean, we'll get into it later in the prop bets, but I just think I think there's a chance Mahomes just throws for a stupid amount of yards. Sure. <laughs> and just I mean, I think Mahomes puts up a number that is just gonna be gaga. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think he I think he's gonna torch this defense. And I again, going back to April, when I lost my mind on the Packers selecting Jordan Love, I simply cannot get over the fact that they blew a first-round pick for a, for a player that may not play even next year for the Packers. I mean, they, uh, for, King could have been replaced by a safety. They could have drafted Antonio Winfield. Winfield could have been on that field, not right. not King. They could have gotten a safety. They, they, they could have gotten somebody on the back end, a linebacker. I mean, Queen got drafted right right afterwards. I mean, they had they could have gotten T Higgins. I mean, they could have gotten uh, Michael Pittman. I mean, there's so many yep. guys they could have drafted. Instead, they took a quarterback who may not play in 2021, and it was right. the waste, the biggest wasted first round pick for a team that went to back to back NFC Championship games. Yep, and it's just like. I'm so if I'm, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm so mad because of course he he needed Devontae Adams needed somebody to take the pressure off. He needed somebody else, and there just wasn't anybody else to help him. Well, don't forget, look, they're they're
0: you know they also took Dylan, who's a fine running back, but he you know he doesn't. You had Aaron Jones right now, like you right. needed. They they ignored this year, of course, and Rodgers still they still got to thirteen. And three, and, and they could have won that game and, and gone to the Super Bowl. So,
1: MVP season. I know. And then after the game, it's like, are you going to come back? Basically, he's like, I don't know.
0: I know. I, you know, I, I for me, I think that's just like a, he was devastated. And he just kind of was like, uh, oh, we really got to think of things. But w- whatever. All that to say, we've got plenty of time to analyze that. Here's how I feel about the game. Number one, what however you feel about it, I don't think you need to bet it. Right now. Like, no. that's why I, I mean, I guess, Matt, if you like the Chiefs, maybe you take them now nah. at
1: three because it's possible that the books nah. go to
0: three and a half. No? You'll be
1: able to find three. All right. I mean, you'll be able to it's not going to move. I mean, it's everyone I talked to, everyone that was on my show, everyone, all the bookmakers. I was everyone is saying it's in really easy line. It's just three. Yeah. Just, they just put it up. It's three. And they're good. Maybe three and a half, but they're good. I yeah. mean, they may go to three and a half if they need to get some buck money. They'll go to three and a half, yep. and, then they'll go, and then they'll go back down to three. Like it's just from a bookmaking perspective, the line itself, they're very comfortable where it is, and mm-hmm. they're comfortable on the two-way action they're going to receive. The total, I think, if you're looking for an over/under bet, I think yep. that's where the volatility is going to come in.
0: Okay, so where do you think it goes, man? Because right now it's down fifty-six for, and down,
1: and then the public will bet it back up.
0: Okay, all right. So I right now guess
1: a- I think the ceiling is fifty-five would be my guess. I think you'll start to see it come down as the week goes on. You'll see more and more people make a case that the Chiefs going to kick field goals, and that you know Tom Brady might not be able to because historically speaking, Brady in Super Bowls has not scored a ton. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, just look at you know just where he is, and again, post you know the last nine it's crazy to say that last nine Super Bowls for Brady, it it doesn't matter because he's not with that team anymore. He's with right. Bruce Arians. I'm real concerned about Bruce Arians. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm real concerned about him. I'm, I'm real concerned that Andy Reid's going to absolutely torch that guy and coach circles around him. Todd Bowles has been tremendous, and he's probably the biggest saving grace for Bruce Arians to keep him from really like completely blowing this. And I think they owe him a big raise if they keep him because that guy could get a head coaching job. And he's, you know, he's what's done. so funny is that Bowls, and again,
0: I, you know, I have a very, very close friend who's a huge Bucks fan, and we, so we basically after the game we have like an hour phone call every time, and just kind right. of dissect the game. That first game against Washington, he was screaming about Bowls huh. because you know Heineke was throwing, you know, doing what guys were wide open right. in the game. And again, I, I think that that was much more just because they prepared for Alex Smith. Right. Right. I think yeah. they thought Alex Smith was going to play and they were not prepared for somebody to just be slinging it down the field. And but no one's since then, seen
1: that guy play, really. So right. There, exactly. A lot of game exactly. tape
0: on that kid. Exactly. But yeah, what they did uh, in this last game against the Packers, against the Saints, and again, especially against the Packers with all the injuries. So I agree. And Bowles was a coach of the Jets and I didn't love him then, but he has he's done a, a really good job the yeah, last look, couple some of guys
1: games. are DCs and they shouldn't be yeah. head coaches. He's yep. one of them. He shouldn't yep. be a head coach. He's a great defensive mind, focus on defense. And look, if Jason Pierre Paul plays like he did against Aaron Rodgers, against yeah. Tom Brady, Brady's in trouble. I mean, I I mean I mean uh, Mahomes could be in trouble because yeah. he's running around like the giant version of JP. Right. right. So th- that to me is a significant factor. If they can get pressure on Mahomes, the difference is Rodgers, for whatever reason. His, i don't want to say—he aged before our eyes, but he doesn't have that quickness he once did to get out of the pocket. His first couple of steps, and he clearly doesn't trust himself to outrun defensive linemen, or he would have ran it on third and nine to on go that. to the pylon or try to get down to the one yard line. Yeah, that—that that was, that was shocking to everybody. I know. Yep, that yeah. throw because, but, but, like, if you look at the tape and, and run it, it's because he sees JPP. Yeah, and and he and he made a business decision. He made his decision was. Do I want to run for the pylon with Jason Pierre-Paul running me down from behind or do I want to try to squeeze it in a tight window to Devontae Adams at the goal line and hope that Adams can beat two defenders and come up with the football? And he couldn't. So if JPP is running like this and playing the way that he is or he did in that game, you know, he could run down Mahomes. He could be a problem in the game. And if Mahomes' toe is not healthy, then maybe there is something there. But I think after two weeks, having Mahomes rest that toe is going to be pretty, pretty big.
0: I mean, I guess the way I put it, the way I think about it is any team can beat any team. If you're going to get crazy breaks at anything or special teams plays, other than that, though, I really just I, I cannot see the Chiefs losing this game. I just if Brady throws
1: if, jump balls like he's been throwing all year, it's going to be a rout. The thing is, it was also crazy.
0: Like I, I'm, and again, I was I was texting with my buddy who is just screaming about the fact, you know, you're sitting on this lead. It's a pretty substantial lead at one point, and Arians is still taking these huge shots yep. downfield like all day long. Instead of just kind of you know running shorter passes, chewing up the clock, it's just nonstop shots downfield regardless of the game situation. And that doesn't work against the Chiefs. The Chiefs kind of funnel everything to the middle. So, again, when we talk about props, and you know I usually like the Godwin over props, and this last one I thought, really thought should
1: have hit as we both sort of talked about over five and a half receptions. He he dropped two balls in the first half. Clearly should have had it. I mean, there were numerous plays. That kid, geez, that was bad. He's got a lot of drops right now. You
0: look at his career, it's like, I don't know, seven drops in the playoffs or something crazy. But, look, they don't – They you you saw with Diggs, you know, they – take take away. They're very good against wide receivers, Spagnolo, you know, and he's done well against Brady, obviously, but he, his scheme is good. He funnels everything a little bit towards him. You saw Cole Beasley on a broken leg, apparently, was, you know, still getting his and everything like that. They're okay that. So I think Godwin in the middle of the field will be fine. But I think if the Bucs are going to continue to take these giant shots down the field, they're just not going to have that much success against the Chiefs. And I think really, regardless, throw it all out. Like what to to beat the Chiefs, you have to make it so that there is a we've talked about it, a zero percent chance that Patrick Mahomes can beat you with anything, you know, more than 30 seconds left, because if you if you leave that, that's done. I mean, Tyreek Hill can take a slant, you know, 85 yards or whatever, and just they're they're too good. So for me. There's no... I mean, I, I'm waiting. If it comes down to three at DraftKings, again, that's one of the few books that's still at three and a half right now. If it comes down to three, I'm going to bet it because I think the Chiefs are going to win. I may sprinkle on the Chiefs' money line, which again, it, that is a little more favorable. It's minus 167. The consensus line is 170. William Hill is 170. So maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's you know, there's no real value on either side. Like, this is the Super Bowl at this point. They know what mm. they're doing. Um, yeah. And the total... I don't know, man. I, I can tell you again that I'm, I'm. I don't care how sharp it might be. I'm not betting unders. Like there's no way I'm no. betting an under. Yeah, there's, not, there's just not no these, chance.
1: Not these. Look, I had someone on, on my show today say, "Get me to sixty, and I might listen to an under." <laughs> but Not. I'm not listening to the under until you get me to sixty. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really possible. I, look, he, he, this is how I'm going to approach this. I, I am going to have a laundry list of props going. Yes, I'm. I, I'm just gonna watch this game for who wins. I'm gonna hope for Tom Brady. I'm not sweating this out. Where I gotta worry about two Hall of Fame quarterbacks going up and down the field and on that, yep. on somewhat questionable defenses. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to worry about turnovers changing games. I don't want to worry about onside kicks and missed extra points. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to worry about fluky stuff. I just want to line up receptions, touchdowns, coin flips, national anthem. I, I just want to get all crazy. With prop bets, and that would be my, my recommendation to everyone here, because the one thing that I saw on Twitter last night from the bookmakers here in Las Vegas, what they were reporting is that they were dumbfounded at the crickets they heard when the line went up. It didn't move. There, okay. there, there weren't big bets. Circus Sports in Vegas had a $100,000 limit, and people were betting on the money lines. They were not touching the to- the, the, the sides of the totals. It was just chiefs win. Here's a hundred grand bucks (laughs) win. Here's a hundred grand, not worrying about the point spreads, not worrying about. And I think that's pretty much the smartest way to approach this. If you're going to bet aside, just bet the team to win. Don't worry about the point spread.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And again, you talked about it. And at this point, everybody knows props. Props are really how to best enjoy the Super Bowl. And again, we've had, you know, props have been whatever so far in the playoffs. The last two Super Bowls have been really, really profitable for me from my prop perspective. Yeah, I know. So let's hope that we crush it. Now, we're going to be doing uh, another podcast where we're going to talk about props. You'll talk about it, of course, on Daily Juice, where we're talking about how to maybe mix the two. And then again, (laughs) I will give you details on this, but Matt and I are going to be doing a live stream on Super Bowl Sunday we're gonna have a ton of stuff we're also going to be giving away some incredible prizes I'm not going to tell you what they are right now but they're going to be incredible I promise you that's at youtube.com betting pros we will give you more information on that but until then yeah I agree I mean whatever man you want to bet I'm telling you if gun to my head I am taking the uh Chiefs minus three and even at minus three and a half I'd probably just take them because I'm, I'm I can tell you there is no number right now like nor you know short of seven where i would take the bucks because i just can't i'd go over the 56 and a half gun to my head if i had to and i'd take the chiefs on the money line but i'm not i'm not running out there to do any of that you know i feel like you probably feel roughly the same
1: on both oh i feel entirely exactly the same i mean if i think this is a game it's it's hard to bet against tom brady but it's even more hard to bet against this chief team with Patrick Mahomes, just yep. given the armed talent, given the offensive game plan, and given the weapons that they've got, you're right. The way it happens, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Yes. And if Mahomes gets hurt, the whole world comes undone. Right. And not not to say that if you bet the Bucks, you're banking on a Mahomes injury but you kind of are. I mean, that's kind of right. the thing that you you're expecting him to have something significant happen in the football game to him. And hopefully no more. If you bet the chiefs, hopefully you aren't going to see, you know, any more fourth and one option runs with Patrick right. Mahomes. I mean, right. Let's not ever see that again. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a Chiefs no, backer,
0: I agree with that. And again, another big point is you don't, you don't have to run to bet this. I mean, I nope. think part of doing it right now is to give our kind of immediate reaction to the yeah. line, but I think whatever our immediate reaction is like, it's not going to move. You have seen the, the point total move, uh, you know, from the very first time that they opened it down a point. I think it was 57 and a half when it first opened down a point. But again, it's really just n- not going to be much at this mm-hmm. point. You're right between three, three and a half, maybe, but I think it's going to mostly stick at three for where it is. As kind of, you said 56 and a half, it's going to be around there. Money line, same thing. So take your time, enjoy it, do as much research as you can. Better yet, if you don't want to bet it, use the props use our what what is our prop matt you talk about it what's our prop bet
1: cheat sheet what's it called the prop bet cheat sheet yes okay but don't prop- on that because even that needs to be done through an algorithm it's going to take some time Correct. for that to populate through and different players playing and injury reports and Correct. there's a lot of things i, I mean it, it's this this week is a really good week just to get yourself situated like start looking at the the props you're probably going to look and also I try doing this sometimes if you've got extra time make your own prop bets and then match them up with the book so like how many numbers how many uh, touchdowns do you expect Tom Brady to throw what's the number is it two and a half if it's two and a half which I think it is right now at DraftKings it's two and a half at plus 150 right likelihood of Brady throwing two or more touchdowns or two and a half touchdowns three touchdowns Probably pretty good, right? For plus money, not a bad place to be. How many for Mahomes? Is it going to be three? Two, is it going to be three and a half for Patrick Mahomes? How many rushing yards for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? If you agree with me that they're just going to scrap the run and throw the whole time. Maybe you're betting the under yeah. on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushing. So like, make your own and then match it up once it comes out. Or even still, go and check out the books that do have props up and kind of see where your where your number is versus where their number is. And that can help you make these wagers on prop bets. And look, the majority of people are going to make 10, 15, 25 buck bets on the props. They're going to take your business all day long. Right. So if you have a couple of hundred dollars, and that's what you're going to be betting on the Super Bowl, rather than putting it down on one side or the other, it's a whole lot more fun to sprinkle that around. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a really good point. And again, I probably started doing
0: that, I mean, certainly last year. But two years ago, um, you know, I, I went out to Vegas and I did – prop bets are – they're so much fun, especially in the Super Bowl. Did it you really wait in is.
1: line when you came here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did, did they limit you to two two bets at a time? Yep. That's the worst. I know. So it's it's actually comical to watch it if you ever it's it's like a people watching experiment because you have this line of like 75, 50 plus year old white dudes yep. all like looking like something out of the movie Casino and they're all in line and they all got this big huge stack of stuff and they walk up and they make their two bets and they go back to the end of the line and then yeah, they walk up with, and they make their two bets and walk back to the end of the line.
0: I did it thankfully with like ten friends, so we all sort of like there was like a bunch of us going. So we oh, that's all good. So you all get to bet too. Exactly. You exactly, That's, that's we do how it. We, that's how we did it. Um, but thankfully now I have DraftKings. But again, yeah, that really is the best way to do it. And we're going to have ton of prop bet information. There's ton on betting pros, the prop bet cheat sheet. But again, you're right. Wait on that. Wait for all the information that you can. In the meantime, oh boy, it's going to be fun, Matt. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's been a crazy season. It's a good way to end it. Uh, so we'll be we, there for you well, again. More you details. didn't ask
1: me the one important question, though. W- what's your one important question? You didn't ask me about home field. Oh, I get. You're right.
0: I My Did, apologies. Didn't ask me about home field. What, what's what's the impact, Matt? <laughs> <It> means nothing.
1: <laughs> means absolutely so why? nothing.
0: I agree with you, but say why you think that?
1: Because if they're going to have seven thousand five hundred fans there, they're they're all going to be Tampa Bay fans. Technically, the the Chiefs are going to send their own fans. There's going to be Chief fans there. So, like, what's the maximum number of people that are going to be there? Sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Are they all going to be on one side? No. It, it, it's just it it. The uh, the the typical audience for a Super Bowl is pretty m- muted anyway because it's a lot of corporate whining. It's cheese corporate. People.
0: It, they, Matt, but tickets are going for like twenty thousand dollars a piece at
1: this point. Like, yeah, it's I, I just mean, ridiculous. It's so, going to be it's none. all corporate. So go ahead. Sorry, zero. They shouldn't be on the secondary market. By the way, it shouldn't be. They shouldn't have them. But mm-hmm. whatever, fine. They're, they're gonna, they're, they're, people are going to get their tickets and sell them. But right. I I I think that there is absolutely no advantage other than sleeping in your own bed.
0: Correct. That's right. It. But again, the the other thing to sort of talk about is, you know, it's – the Super Bowl is always kind of its own animal regardless of where yeah. it is. Like, of course, being home, you're not having that. The Chiefs are going to fly there, right, the day before the game, right? I mean, this is going to be like a normal – other than the fact that it's Super Bowl, you don't have the usual like Super Bowl two weeks of, you know, stuff that's going on. You've oh, got, like, it's a
1: huge deal that there's no radio row. Yeah. There's no parties. Yeah. There's none of that. Nothing yeah. like that yeah. is happening. And that's why, again, to go back to the the Bucks run for a second with their three games that they've won on the road. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's impressive. It's the first team since the 2010 Packers to do it. But it's not that impressive to me because they did it with no fans in stands. Yeah, Just playing on a on a quiet field. And yeah, there were fans there in, in Green Bay. And yep, they were banging signs like crazy. And they making some noise. So it definitely yeah. was a typical. But it wasn't 60,000 at Lambeau. Okay. Right. It was. It, it wasn't your typical screaming. You know, making your head hurt type of crowd at Lambeau Field. Right. So from a, it's normally pretty calm anyway in the Super Bowl. It's going to be even more calm and without the pomp and circumstance, without all the hoopla that normally goes into it. I mean, what's what's media day going to be like? Nothing. They're not having right. a media day. It's virtual. Yeah. Like yeah. all that stuff, no crazy people ever, with marriage proposals and <laughs> all, all the nut stuff with Tom Brady crying about his father like he does every time. Like that stuff's gone. That stuff's not going to be right. there. So I, I think it's a significant deal that the distraction potential is not likely for the KC Chiefs. I, I mean, for me, frankly, the
0: Chiefs. Won the Super Bowl last year. Brady's been to you know a million of them. This is his tenth one or whatever. It does it doesn't matter at this point. Regardless, especially for these teams. I
1: mean, maybe with the Bucks because I think it's a big else... deal for the Bucks, by the way, not to have any of that. I really do. You think it's to... better? You yeah, mean, or... I think it's better okay. for them to just treat it like a normal football game. I think it's better yeah. than you don't act like it's the Super Bowl. I think it's a be- I think it's a bigger deal. I think it's a big deal, actually, for the Bucks, who have a bunch of guys who can get caught up in that moment, young guys who have never been there before. Mm-hmm. You know, For Brady and Gronk, I don't think it matters, but I think for right. Godwin and for you know, Tyler Johnson and the guys who are young in their careers who have never seen this before, I think all that media could really flip them on their heads on a media day or then multiple media days appearances and talking every morning it's normally monday tuesday wednesday it's monday night for the media night and then tuesday they talk again then wednesday they talk again and then they stop talking to the media they're not going to have any of that (laughs) yeah so i think for the young guys for the box i think that is a pretty big break for them in this game
0: so the impact is more of the fact that it's the pandemic and we don't have the normal radio sort of stuff not as much the home field
1: Right. Yeah, I I think it's it much less distractions going this time around, and I think if you're the Tampa Bay Bucks, you'd rather have the the, the Chiefs be distracted. You'd rather yeah. have that. You'd rather it's better for you, but it's worse because the Chiefs just, as you mentioned, will fly in two days before the game, right. run through a couple of workouts on the field, yep. and then go, and that's yeah. bad news.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. The home field means not. I mean, it's a great story, but if there were ever a year to have the home field for the Super Bowl, this This is is not the year. This is this is not I mean, it's good for Patrick Mahomes, of course, but certainly would have worked uh, way more in their favor had there been real fans and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, we got a long time, long time to think about this. But again. Focus on the player props. That's where all the fun is. So we'll be back again next week. We'll do a player prop episode because, again, they're, they're, a lot of them are out already anyway. So we'll be able to talk about them a little earlier than usual. And, again, we'll do a live stream on our uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pros on Sunday. Before, we'll have, before we yeah, go, real quick.
1: Yeah. So you can't see this, damn. but I'm wearing the Daily Juice T-shirt. Yes. It, you guys are—I mean—DMing me and asking me how to buy these and how to buy the the hoodies. Okay, fantasypros.com/shop. Okay? Correct. Fantasypros.com/shop. Yes, That's and how Matt, you're you, going to.
0: You can't see me. Hold on. I'm going to move my uh, my uh, microphone here, but I, I'm wearing a a Pros hoodie nice. right now, of course, as we nice. do it. Uh, that they got it. So that stuff. There, but... If
1: you're asking me, I'm getting like messages all the time, like what hoodie? Where can I get it? What, what t-shirt? Where can I get it? Yes. That's where you go and get it, guys. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, Betting Pros hats are new as really? well. There's tons of they're, they're yeah, hats they're, now? they are hats
1: for Betting oh, Pros, I believe. Wow. Not, I don't
0: think juice hats yet. I think That's the fine. Betting Pros the BP, hats have come. It's, it's, BP hats are cool. Don't worry, bud. We're coming. We're coming right. with
1: a ton of stuff. Don't worry. More and more every day. You know that every time we add something, somebody asks me for something else, right? Yeah, just keep, so keep, na- keep the requests I've got, coming. Now I've got people saying they want long T-shirts, long-sleeve T-shirts. Yes,
0: yes, I'm they're aware. Like,
1: they're like, we're long. And now... Um, the big boys are all mad because triple X is the best is, is the biggest size we go to. They need like, bigger. I'm like, dude, like what? Like I need bigger than triple X. That's They said they they, they right. be big and tall. I was like, I don't do any of this stuff, guys, but like triple <laughs> X is pretty damn big. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I'm not in charge of this, but damn. <laughs> all
0: right. I'll see if we can get giant size. Don't worry. I'm on it. I'll, I'll see what the boys could do back there. But yeah, we're, we're adding stuff again. Fantasy slash shop. Plenty of stuff there. Uh, And again, we're going to be adding new stuff more and more all the time. But Matt, anything you get, anytime people ask you about it, just send it my way. I'll see what I can do to get uh, things up and running. And, And they are... I I was looking at the numbers today. They are some of our daily juice are definitely some of our best sellers. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to see that our listeners are uh, are really coming out to support. All right. Anyway, we'll be back next week talking about player props. Again, don't forget youtube.com slash betting pro subscribe so you don't miss it. We'll be talking about props big day on the Super Bowl for sure. You're going to want to tune into that. Until then, just relax. Enjoy it. Don't rush to bet anything or anything like that. Take your time. Survey the props and we'll talk to you next week.